0: Hello lovely people and welcome to In The Shower with Taz and Marcus, a bite-sized informative podcast aimed to be listened to in the shower, but you can listen to it absolutely anywhere.
1: And we mean anywhere. You can listen to it while you're insulating your house.
0: You can listen to it in Sweden.
1: You can listen to it in Antwerp.
0: Anywhere, really. (laughs) People do listen in Antwerp. I, yeah. Shout out to, to Linda, who sent us a question from Antwerp a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so, Taz, what's the point of this podcast?
1: The whole point of this podcast is that we aim to answer the mysteries of the world so you don't have to. Listeners send in the questions they've always wondered the answer to, but never quite went as far as looking up. Thus far, we've answered questions like...
0: What is the story with pineapples?
1: How much wood would a woodchuck chuck? If a woodchuck could chuck wood.
0: Do plants have feelings?
1: And loads, loads more. I suppose you could say...
0: We expand your mind while you wash your sexy behind.
1: And this week is no different. I'm so excited for this one.
0: This week's a really interesting question, genuinely. um, All the way from Chicago.
1: I know, it's so great that we're getting so many international questions. This one comes from Indy in Chicago, and the question is...
0: Why do our fingers get wrinkly when submerged in water?
1: So this question is from Indy And she is listening all the way in Chicago In the United States of America Yeehaw,
0: America Good, 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 Marcus Listen.
1: I lived in Chicago for about a year And it was absolutely class So Indy, I'm jealous that you're there And I'm here in rainy Ireland
0: to be fair, at least it's not snowing anymore.
1: I never want to see snow again after the past week. We, of course, are talking about the beast from the east.
0: But no more about that. It's in our past. We don't... Oh, God. Indy, thank you very much for sending in a brilliant question. I'm actually surprised no one has asked this question before because it, as soon as you asked it, it was like, we were both sucked in. Yeah. Properly. Why do our fingers go wrinkly when submerged in water?
1: That is exactly it. And it's such a good question. But before we start, I think it's worth mentioning. It's not only your fingers, but also your palms and toes and the soles of your feet.
0: Yeah, that's the weird thing. I feel like if it happened to our whole bodies, it'd be far easier to explain. As in, it's just a basic reaction of skin to water. Yeah. But it just happens to be specific parts of the body.
1: Absolutely, and that fact alone has a lot to do with the research that has kind of been carried out attempting to answer this question.
0: You've researched this, so go on.
1: Okay, so until the early 20th century, most scientists attributed the pruny finger phenomenon to osmosis. Did you listen in science class, Marcus? Do you know what osmosis is? It's
0: like the one thing that I actually remember from like science in the Leaving Series. Like, osmosis is the movement of a liquid through a membrane from a place of low concentration to a place of high concentration. Is that it? Or do I have a backwards?
1: Yeah, something along those lines. So the exact definition is a process by which molecules of a solvent tend to pass through a semi-permeable membrane from a less concentrated solution into a more concentrated one. Or, in this case, the movement of water into dry outer layers of the skin.
0: So in this case, the skin is the membrane and the water passes from the area of high concentration... Which like a bath or the sea you can't really get much higher concentration than that it's a body of water Um, through the membrane uh, which is the skin to an area of low concentration which is the dry outer layers of your skin
1: Exactly, exactly So this movement of water was thought to puff up the skin covering the tips of our hands and feet and such action kind of expands the skin's surface and was assumed to lead to the visible wrinkles of the skin in the fingers and toes So if you think about it water is going into your fingers through osmosis and kind of causing those little puffy lumps.
0: That makes sense in a way, but that doesn't explain why it only happens to your toes and fingers. I mean, it should kind of happen to your whole body then.
1: Well, that's exactly the reason research was sort of opened up again about 15 years ago. So for the last 100 years or so, it was thought to be osmosis. And then 15 years ago, new research was conducted into the wrinkly finger phenomenon. So it was conducted by this guy called Mark Changizi, who's a theoretical neurobiologist and director of human cognition at 2AI Labs in the best place name in the world, Boise, Idaho. <laughs>
0: Boise. So what did uh, what did Mark Changizi look into?
1: Changizi started looking at primates because we of course evolved from primates. He hoped that looking at the hands of our ancestors would offer some advice but what he actually found was better than what he could have imagined.
0: Oh, my God, the anticipation. What did Mm -hmm. he find?
1: Okay, so whilst investigating the shape, function, and structure of primates' hands, he came across a bunch of studies, starting in the 1930s and going through to about 2000. Mm -hmm. In them, surgeons learned that if certain nerves to the fingers were cut, the wrinkling response would disappear. Wrinkle fingers, then, are signs of an intact nervous system. Wow,
0: okay, so... No nerves, no wrinkly response. Meaning that it couldn't just be osmosis then because obviously osmosis is an external stimulus so it wouldn't really be affected by your nervous system.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. And this obviously offered loads more information on the topic. And what's even better, the wrinkling response has since been suggested as a means of determining whether the sympathetic nervous system is functioning in patients that are otherwise unresponsive.
0: So that's amazing. Yeah. I never knew that. That's really fascinating. So... We know it's to do with the nerves and then not the skin, so we don't know why it happens, surely still, do we?
1: Whether and how the wet wrinkling response may have evolved, and if it even represents an adaptation in the first place, remains a continuous debate.
0: Adaptation as in it serves a purpose to like a changing external environment. Your fingers and toes wrinkle... Because it aids you with something else.
1: Exactly. And back to our fave scientist, Mark Changizi. he thinks it's most certainly got to be an adaptation. So if we think of tyre threads, for example, tyres on cars, in dry conditions, smooth tyres can maintain their grip on asphalt, which explains why race cars typically have smooth, featureless, flat tyres, okay? Mm. But when driving in rain, threads... Are far safer so having kind of threads on the wheels and then again if we think of hiking boots having grooves and kind of an uneven surface on the sole of your boot allows you to grip better
0: so is that changizi's theory that our fingers go wrinkly in water to help with grip
1: it's extremely difficult to prove that any biological feature is an adaptation let alone why it may have evolved over thousands of years but Changizi and his extended team began looking for hints or details in the fingertips and the toes and the soles of their feet that might indicate that a feature may have indeed evolved as an adaptation.
0: And what did they find? Did they come to any kind of conclusion?
1: So in 2011, which isn't that long ago, Changizi and his colleagues found evidence that wrinkled fingers can act as rain threads, channeling water away from the fingers and toes during wet conditions, allowing primates, humans and macaques to be specific to maintain a tighter grip.
0: Right, I think I get you. Just, listen, explain that again one more time because I am dense as underproved bread.
1: <laughs> so the wrinkles that result from exposure to water can be thought of as tiny manual river drainage systems. So in a typical watershed, multiple streams combine into larger channels, which eventually dump water into, you know, a river somewhere, a central river.
0: So the pattern on our fingertips acts as tiny streams and when our fingers get wrinkly, they form new grooves and all the moisture from the tiny streams join in the grooves and get rid of water.
1: That's exactly it. So it was a method of draining water from your fingertips so that you can maintain a better grip. So how they figured out what the drainage system was, was comparing it to riverbeds. And to see if wrinkled primates' fingers had similar features to river basins, Changizi and his team analysed pictures of about 28 Human fingers. And they found that wrinkled fingers had the exact inverse formation as river dangers. What? Yeah, yeah. With kind of the same raised, interconnected bit of bumpy skin, you know, punctuated by diverging, disconnected, sunken channels. That's
0: mental. I mean, shout out to Mark Changizi for looking at wrinkled fingers and going, hmm, riverbeds.
1: I know, I, I mean, know.
0: So, okay, so imagine a completely flat finger with no pattern. Whatsoever, not even like finger finger, or not even a fingerprint. Mm-hmm. Your fingers might slide when trying to grip something, but because it's a bit wrinkled, you have a better grip because it's channeling water away, making your fingers less slippy. Right. Mm-hmm. In order to wrinkle the skin, water needs to be removed from the surface, and there's proof that fingertips resemble water basins, which remove. Water from riverbeds. Yeah, that's. Meaning good- your fingers use the same systems to channel water away as a river. Like there's some there's some awesome symbiosis here going on between Mother Nature. Yeah. In both the rivers and fingertips.
1: And then there's this. So wrinkles don't appear until around five minutes of constant exposure to water. Meaning that incidental contact isn't enough to result in wrinkling or pruning. The response only becomes useful in rainy or dewy conditions.
0: Pruning. That's a great word. So, if it wasn't a case of adaptation, it would occur as soon as water touched the surface of your skin, then?
1: It will, like, that's, that's how it would seem. And even better still, it occurs more quickly in response to fresh water than seawater, which could reflect the circumstances in which it may have originally evolved in primates.
0: Because primates aren't usually close to the sea?
1: That's what Changizi and his, and his team came back with.
0: Seems like a very long winded explanation, though. I mean, the riverbed and all that just to prove wrinkled fingers aid grip in wet conditions surely you could just set up a basic enough experiment and just test the theory with normal people
1: you have led me perfectly onto my next point
0: oh no poor <laughs> <laughs> okay so in
1: 2013 thumbs down a group of british neuroscientists conducted a, uh, a you know a similar experiment and guess what they found
0: I hope it's something obscure, like a whole new theory, like your fingers are actually trying to grow smaller fingers out of of your already established fingers or something.
1: No, 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 no. They uncovered evidence that wrinkled fingers aided people in manipulating wet objects. Really? Yep. Okay, cool. So in that experiment, 20 people had to transfer 45 objects of different sizes, all marbles and fishing weights from one container into another. In some cases, the objects were dry, while the participants fingers were either smooth or wrinkled. In other cases, the objects were submerged. They found that wrinkled fingers allowed the participants to more quickly transfer the objects when submerged Though they made no difference to dry objects
0: That's madness So we have a solid answer Your fingers wrinkle to aid grip in wet conditions
1: Not exactly oh, for fuck's sake I know
0: So do, do we have a conclusive answer?
1: No <laughs> I hate when we can't come to a conclusive answer, but this one is so new, this whole study is so new. And in 2014, a study conducted by German researchers found the exact opposite to that previous British study. So in that study, the researcher had 40 people transferring 52 marbles and dices of different sizes and weights from one container into another and they found however that there was no significant difference in participants ability to manipulate the objects no matter if their fingers were wet or wrinkled or the objects were dry or submerged
0: this is mental <laughs>
1: What's more, a group of Taiwanese researchers conducted a series of experiments with a 24-year-old male volunteer. And this experiment was a bit more scientific and they looked at the friction between his fingers and the items he was touching. They assessed the friction applied to a smooth surface by his smooth or wrinkled fingertips. For example, how much force his hand applied when sliding kind of across the bar. You would think, with the whole experiment that we just did, if wrinkled hands gripped better, there would be more friction.
0: But wrinkled hands actually had no effect on the measured friction.
1: Yeah, they actually found that wrinkled hands resulted in decreased performance for the test.
0: So we don't have a find-out answer to this at all.
1: Not not exactly, not exactly. But there are, there are a few kind of theories behind it. Marcus, give us a lowdown on what you can kind of recall from Changizi and where this all started.
0: So originally people thought... That fingers became wrinkled through osmosis, and was just the surface area of your finger expanding when water went from an area of high concentration into the dry layers of skin in your fingers. But Mark Changizi, who's a scientist in Boise, Idaho, said no, it isn't. Um, I think this is an adaptation. So he looked at riverbeds and like typical naturally occurring water drainage systems, and found that there are vast similarities between the shapes of water drainage systems in natural, naturally occurring. Uh, places And the ones that happen on your fingers when they wrinkle So he thought that it was an adaptation But then another team found that, yes, your grip improved When you had m- wrinkly fingers But then another team kind of dif- disproved it Yeah yeah?
1: Yeah, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty kind of up there. But Changizi still maintains his answer. And he thinks that the wet wrinkling response is only useful when supporting one's own body weight, not for small tasks. Saying, if you're really going to do a behavioural test where it matters, it should be gripping onto trees or heavier things, not like marbles.
0: Is this kind of based in primates? Like, obviously... Like primates aren't really concerned about lifting marbles and small weights and bananas and primate things with wrinkly fingers. They're more concerned about actually being able to swing from tree to tree. manipulate their bodies in in essential kind of body weight supporting ways.
1: That's exactly it. And the tests are still ongoing. And what's more, Changizi is still on the mission. And he has thought of the perfect experiment to prove his theory, recruiting parkour experts to show off their urban acrobatics with either wrinkled or non-wrinkled fingers in wet or dry conditions. And he adds that it has to be done in some sort of safe way.
0: (laughs) I would love to be a fly on the wall when is trying to get insurance for that. <laughs> so, I mean, like, if if that's kind of non-conclusive, do we have some facts? Of
1: course we do. This is a lovely one. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. The vein on your ring finger is called vena amoris. It has a direct line with the human heart and is known as the vein of love. Aww. And that's why we wear our engagement finger on the left hand's ring finger. That's really sweet. Mm, cute, and isn't it? Any more? Yeah, this one's not so sweet. What is it? When I was born, I had an extra toe on my left foot.
0: (laughs) It's been fairly grippy.
1: Well, there you go. A pretty sciencey one, but interesting nonetheless.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think my brain got a bit wet and then it wrinkled and got a grip on the facts in that episode. So thank you, you, Mark Changese, for providing some adaptation for our physical beings and thank
1: you Indy from Chicago for sending that question in
0: I feel like I've learned a little something today next time I have like a three hour long bath watching David Attenborough specials and I look at my at my wrinkled fingers I'll think of David Attenborough who loves a bit of adaptation <laughs> and yeah and then I'll, I'll, I'll grip things well that sounded a bit dirty <laughs> Guys,
1: thank you so much for listening to that episode. If it happens to be your first episode of In the Share with Taz and Marcus or your second or your third, we have a massive bank of episodes available online or on whatever podcast app you use.
0: This is our 31st episode. Yeah, it's so
1: exciting. That's
0: mad. So yeah, go back and listen to some episodes. Learn some facts. Expand your mind. Pro- hopefully wash your behind as well Don't yeah, yeah. Ain't Nobody if- got time for your smelly ass.
1: <laughs> if you have a question That you would like debunked over the course of your shower No matter how big or small There's no such thing as a silly question You can get in touch with us and we will do our best to debunk it You can get us on social media
0: If you want to get us on Facebook Just look up In the Shower with Taz and Marcus Or if you're more of a Twitter kind of person uh, Get in touch by twittering At In the Shower pod
1: if you're an old-fashioned guy or gal, you could email us at in showerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you just want to get in touch and say hi, we would love that also.
0: That would be sound. Give us a virtual hug.
1: A few thank yous to close off the episode.
0: A huge thank you to all of the folks in Headstuff. Paddy, Rebecca, Alan, you are heroes. Thank you for hosting us every single week.
1: Next up, thank you Flo Robinson for our lovely cover art. A link to her Instagram page is on our show notes, so you should check that out.
0: Next up, thank you to the genie of jingles David Gertzman for coming up with their theme song Which goes a little like this One, two, three, four Thank you Dave Gertzman, you absolute legend So Taz, what is next week's question?
1: Next week's question came all the way from Brazil We're answering so many international questions And it's absolutely brilliant
0: All the way from Brazil?
1: All the way from Brazil From a gal called Luisa Corrada
0: Louisa has asked us a very, very interesting question. She says, why are our anatomical features dictated by where we come from? As in, why do we have different skin colours and different eye shapes? This is going to be a really, really interesting question and I cannot wait to answer it.
1: That episode is going to be out next Monday in time for your morning shower. But in the meantime,
0: keep scrubbing.